0: Or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today.
1: This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are in beautiful Fort Lauderdale and we are right on the beach at the Westin. And we are here attending, working, and covering all things business that are happening here at the Small Business Success Summit, all brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. Uh, it's two days of, uh, of small business owners and operators uh, networking, exchanging ideas, uh, attending workshops, so it's all good. And um, we have with us now uh, an important... Uh, guest who operates in a uh, important part of the entrepreneurial ecosystem across the state of Florida. It is Jaron Eisenberg, who serves as the CEO of Groundswell Startups, which is an incubator located in Brevard County. Jaren, welcome to Small Biz Florida.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Uh, listen, um, I love this conversation because I got involved back in 2012, my first business uh, responsibility at Indian River State College was to manage and facilitate the incubation program. So I love incubators. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to the conversation. But let's start as we always do, Jaren, just a little bit of your background, pathway uh, to your position as CEO of Groundswell Startups.
0: Yeah, so I've been at Groundswell now four years, which has just been a fantastic ride. Uh, My background's really in community development, ecosystem building, revitalization efforts. So prior to Groundswell, I was the executive director of our Main Street, overseeing all the revitalization efforts in downtown Melbourne. I had always been around Groundswell, was seeing it get built when the walls were going up. So uh, it's a full circle moment to be there right now.
1: Jaren... There's no way you were the main street manager. I were was. you really? I was. Guess what? My first job out of college was. What? I was the main street manager.
0: We're automatically friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I came home from the University of Florida, and um, I had uh, I had plans uh, to do some to do some things, and somebody said, "Tom, there's this great job." you really need to apply for it. I looked at it and I did, and it was the main street manager job in Fort Pierce.
0: Super cool. That's a great yeah. main street. So
1: I went basically from main street into private enterprise. And of course, that's how I found my way to the college and, and uh, the business program. But that is amazing. Well, listen, uh, you are well-versed in economic development, small business as the main street manager. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about incubation uh, in general. Um, it, You know, I guess over the years in in this, um, you know, entrepreneurial space, incubators have uh, certainly the exposure for incubators has has risen and people now understand incubation, but probably still a lot of folks out there that don't really understand what a, a business incubator, entrepreneurial incubator is. Talk a little bit about the the space of incubation. What does it all mean? How does it help?
0: Yeah, I think incubators are really meant for founders who are collaborative entrepreneurs who know that they need some outsider perspective and industry support to help them scale and get where they need to be. Especially, I work with companies that are looking to raise venture capital. I work with a lot of companies who have never entered that space before. So to be able to be surrounded by vetted Uh, Product developers, suppliers, mentors, been there, done that, startup founders is really the heart of what incubators do. And, you know, being able to scale a company nationwide or globally uh, is a really a specialized skill. And so being able to tap into people who have done that and been through that process and then to have a concentration of those people within a site is really the magic of incubators.
1: Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I mean, that that's the best explanation I've ever heard of incubation. It, it's excellent. And it really is about surrounding yourself with people who have been there, done that, have experience, um, connection to the, to the potential venture capital Um and, and, you know, Florida really has, when you think about it, a pretty robust uh, network of incubators. Um, you know, I was, um, uh, had, the, had the opportunity to join the Florida Business Incubation Association, and I, it was really an eye-opener for me to know that there were that many business incubators around the state of Florida. Still, still a pretty robust list and probably more than when I was in it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great network. We all kind of have our little areas of expertise and how we serve our community, which is great because we're able to tap into each other's network as companies come to us and just push best practices back and forth to each other.
1: So you are in Brevard County. Let's talk just a minute about Brevard. Obviously, uh, Brevard's known as the Space Coast. You've got uh, you know, all kinds of, I mean, it must be incredible. Again, you're a lot younger than I am, but you know when I was growing up, it was all about NASA uh, in in uh, Brevard. But gosh, now you've got multiple um, you know space companies, uh, SpaceX, uh, Blue Origin, uh, and these are private enterprises operating in what used to be really a government-only type space. Um, I think Brevard County is a is a is really fertile territory for entrepreneurship and innovation. Is it not?
0: Absolutely. I mean, there is so much innovation just around that aerospace industry. Um, We really have one of the most diverse incubators in the Southeast because we don't specialize in anything specific. Um, But yeah, you do have people that were working for these large defense contractors or space companies. They see an opportunity. They know that that institution's not going to move on it as quickly because they're not meant to move fast like startups. And so you see them leaving Having an idea, having contacts, and being able to grow that idea and product and scale quickly—so right. it's super unique.
1: Yeah. And uh, what kind of kind of drill us down into uh, groundswell startups? What what are some of the programs that you run to support entrepreneurs in your in, in your particular incubator?
0: Yeah. So we take a structured but kind of unstructured approach. So we don't do any formal programming. We start with a conversation: Where are you at? What are you doing? What is your technology? What do you need to move forward? And then we start purposely curating introductions to people that can help them. Maybe it's their first customer. Maybe it's their business model. Maybe they need a really good vetted product developer. We want to help companies validate their idea test their market so that they can get access to capital that's our number one measure of success can we build good companies that can access venture capital that can scale right here on the space
1: coast uh, and that that's a great mission and purpose do you, do uh, groundswell startups do you actually have physical space
0: we do so groundswell itself is an eleven thousand square foot building it's an old skate park turned high tech incubator we actually have five buildings in our ecosystem which is very important and very unique so that as companies raise their first rounds of capital they don't just go off somewhere with all that knowledge right they're able to scale right here on irwin street which is where we're located in melbourne we have a prototyping lab So the ability to keep companies all on the same street and have these technological collisions and creative collisions is really like the magic at Groundswell. It's what happens
1: inside that building and the people that are in it. How is Groundswell funded? How did you guys pull all this off?
0: Great question. So Groundswell itself was founded by four Space Coast natives. Uh, One of our founders Purchased our building, built it out, and donates it to Groundswell. We've grown a lot since then. So 75% of my revenue comes from office rentals and co-working memberships, no contracts or leases at Groundswell. And the other 25% comes from sponsorships, people that support our mission um, and believe in what we're doing and the impact that we're making.
1: Nice. All right. So let's talk, let's talk the big issue, money. Um, You know, back in my day when I was associated with the incubator, there was always the talk that there wasn't a lot of venture capital in Florida. Where are we today with venture capital dollars?
0: So it's still tough in Florida, but it's gotten a lot better. So we have a lot of very good institutional funds that are digging in deep working collaboratively to really try to push Florida forward um, and make it so that companies don't feel like they have to leave their city or their state to go raise capital and scale. Having said that, It's still incredibly easier in other places to raise that capital than it is in Florida, but it's gotten a lot better. Uh, We just crossed the $150 million mark in the amount of outside capital that our companies have raised. Last summer, I threw a huge barbecue because four companies raised over $40 million uh, that summer. So it can happen. It takes a lot of work, probably more work than a founder would experience on the West Coast or in Boston.
1: What about outside innovators, entrepreneurs, inventors? Can they just leverage your services for the connection to potential venture capital, or do you have to be a resident? How does it work uh, in your venture capital uh, kind of? process?
0: Yeah. So first and foremost, we don't take any equity. So we connect companies to their angel rounds. We connect them to their institutional funds. And we very much believe in good and f- give first. If we're good to in your company, you're going to give back to the ecosystem. Um, so while companies around the country or around the state can tap into like our prototyping resources, we only raise capital for Space Coast founders. We're in the business of building out our local ecosystem and our local culture. And that's the heart of what we do. Okay.
1: Do you do any Shark Tank-like events to, to that people could attend and see?
0: Absolutely. So we have hosted the Space Coast Pitch Challenge, where I gave away $25,000 in cash about a year ago. We've actually had two companies that were on Shark Tank and got deals off of Shark Tank. Nice. Um, we're always bringing in mentors or VCs and having pitch practices and pitch nights and just curating those opportunities for founders to really refine their message and how they have these conversations with with funds.
1: And again, refresh, refresh me, you probably said this, how long have you been at Groundswell?
0: I've been at Groundswell four years.
1: Okay. What kind of changes have you seen? Again, four years, you know, relatively short time, but are you seeing more, less entrepreneurs? Is the economy, you know, Took a little downturn Were there more folks out there looking to innovate. Uh, it, you know, the the economy affects it. Did the marketplace, uh, SpaceX, and you know the creation of SpaceX and Blue Origin, did that increase the amount of innovation and in, in, inventors and entrepreneurs? How did all that play out over the last four years?
0: I've seen a tremendous amount of growth in the four years. I've seen that street changeover probably twice, which is a sign of growth. So, you know, COVID made us nervous at first. What happens to an incubator in a co-working space during COVID? Huge catalyst for growth. Usually economic downturns are a signal to people like, I want to take my destiny in my own hands. I don't want to be in this situation again. So it tends to be a catalyst for creating new businesses. In addition to that, you know, we just opened up the prototype lab at Groundswell Startups. That's an effort that I've been working on for about two years now. And the access to state-of-the-art additive manufacturing equipment to do prototype design and small batch manufacturing, when you surround that with the capital and the expertise in our network has been a huge opportunity for growth. And we're like just starting to tap into that.
1: So let's, um, again, a little specific about your prototyping. You have 3D printers. Do you have access to folks that can do CAD design, SOLIDWORKS? Talk a little bit about Absolutely.
0: So we have interns from Florida Institute of Technology that are so good, so dynamic at what they do. Uh, Then we have vetted product development companies. So we do nylon printing, FDM printing, resin printing. We have everything you need for the software integration. So circuit board stations, soldering, oscilloscopes, all the things that you need to integrate. And then we have a network of vetted contract manufacturers. So after you validate after you've tested it, when you're really confident and ready to go into that larger scale manufacturing, we want to connect you with vetted resources. We want to make sure that every step of the way our companies are taken care of. And if they're gonna take a risk and they're gonna spend money, they're gonna do it with a company that's gonna do right by them. Nice.
1: Uh, Unbelievable, Jaron. Thanks. Uh, And uh, listen, I love your background, Main Street. Listen, no better place to, to learn small business.
0: Painfully, I, yes, painfully,
1: <laughs> but no better place. Uh, it, but I really do love the Main Street program. It, it you know, it was an eye opener for me. That four point approach is it again? It was it's entrepreneurial, yeah. You know the way that program was developed. So I love that program. Uh, I love the the leap into incubation. Uh, listen, you, you're doing some great things up there. Talk uh, so kind of how would one find now again? You you really you really do limit your work to space coast positioned entrepreneurs and businesses
0: for when it comes to uh, raising capital, but I have companies that are now driving up from all over because they want access to our prototyping lab and we're happy to help them. I just shipped parts to Alabama and California to help people test out their products. So, come do business with our prototyping okay. lab.
1: So how does one find Ground Swell Startups?
0: Yeah, you can find us at swellstartups.com or send me a message on LinkedIn um, and you can find out all about us. And we're always happy to connect and kind of do a discovery call and see if we can help you.
1: I love it. All right. What's the phone number? Throw out the phone number. Did...
0: It's actually my cell phone number we use, so I'm okay. not going to do okay, that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So just first go to the website, make the connection, then you'll You'll make the call. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Okay,
1: I like it. All right. It is Jaren Eisenberg, who serves as CEO of Groundswell Startups. But most importantly, she was a Main Street manager. I love it. Uh, Jaren, thank you for your time. Thank you for the great work you're doing to support Florida's uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem. Thank you so much. Incubation's important. Yeah, thank yep. you. Thank you. Um, this is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred. We are coming to you from the second annual Small Business Success Summit all brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. It's all taking place here in Fort Lauderdale right on the beach at the beautiful Weston. Stay tuned. A whole lot more to come to you from the summit. This is Small Business Florida.
0: This has been
1: Small Business Florida.
0: Created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Business Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSDU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.